Welcome to Nairobi Chapel Embakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. I want us to read the Word of God because whatever I'm saying is based on the Word of God. If we can turn to our Bibles and read Proverbs 31, because we are talking about a mother's day. So let us go to Proverbs 31 and let's start from verse 10 to the end. Okay? I'm reading from the New King Are we there? We are reading Proverbs 31. Verse 10 to the end. It's, the title is The Wife of a Noble Character. We are not talking about wives, we are talking about Mother's Day, but because a wife is also a mother. So let, that's why I'm referring to this passage. It says, A wife of a noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. And when I'm reading, I'm talking a wife, think of a mother, but I'm not going to change. I'm just going to read as it is in the Word of God. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, to, she brings him good, no, not harm. All the days of her life, she selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She, she gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable, and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grabs the, the spreader with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them, and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with, with wisdom, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her, of her household, and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessing. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive, and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. And because it's Mother's Day, I want us to just focus on what is a good mother supposed to be. So I want again to read another part, portion of the Bible, Psalms 127. Please bear with me. Psalms 127, we'll read the whole chapter. It's a short chapter, Psalms 127. It says, Unless the Lord use the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. 
Children are a heritage from the Lord. Offspring are reward from Him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is a man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponent with their opponents in court. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just sorry. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for this great dream which you have made. As mothers, dear Father, we just want to thank you, dear Father. Thank you, Lord, for all the people who have come even to support their mothers and even this great day, dear Father. We thank you, Lord, because it's a privilege even to be called a mother, dear Father. We thank you even for those young people, Lord, who are here, who are desiring that one day they will be called mothers, dear Father. Grant them the desires of their heart. Dear Father, even as I speak to your people, I want to decrease and increase. May I speak through you, dear Father, not my own words, but you guide me, dear Father. I give you all the glory, I give you all the honor, for it is in Jesus' name I pray. One as if you were. One as if you were. Uh, I just wanted to know more about this Mother's Day, and I, I decided to check what it is. And it says, Mother's Day is a celebration honoring the mother of the family or individual as well as motherhood maternal bonds and the influence of mothers in society. It is celebrated in different days in many parts of the world, most commonly in the months of March or May. As you are aware, many countries they celebrate a International Women's Day, which is March 8th, and many other countries, especially in North America, they like to celebrate with today as Mother's Day, which is 8th of May. I also wanted not to just assume I know the meaning of a mother, although I am one, and I decided to check in the Oxford English Dictionary, what does it say? The mother is the female parent of a human being, that is heavy, a woman in relation to a child or children to whom she has given birth, also in extended use, a woman who undertakes the responsibilities of a parent towards a child, one as if sana. And we hear of their biological mothers, that is a mother who has given, like one, my daughter had just said I'm her biological mother because I'm her, I gave birth to her. And there's also foster mothers. Foster mother is a woman who looks after or brings up a child or children as a mother in place of the natural or adaptive mother. So that is just a brief description of what is a mother. So as I read those verses, Psalms 127 and Proverbs 31, the main focus was, because I wanted us to know, as mothers, we should not want to do what we want, but we want to do what God wants us to do. And we have heard that unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. So if you are a mother here, and you are not following the word of God, you are laboring in vain. That is very serious. Have we heard that? So it is only when you, unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards start watching vain. And in verse 3, which says, Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring are word from Him. Okay? Right arrows in the hands of a warrior, children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man or woman whose quiver is full of them. My dear, most of them are my children, but I'm calling you, I'll call you brethren. That being a mother is a privilege from God. So if you, you find come, come across a woman or who has not given birth or she has been married or not married but has not given a, 
just don't think there's something wrong with them. And if you are here, you are a mother, and you have children, can you consider that is a gift from God? And I want to clarify here, many people, especially the African culture, they think you get married in order to get children. No. Marriage is not about children. Marriage is ordained by God, and children are a gift. So if you get them, you give glory to God. If you don't get them, you give glory to God. The Bible constantly asks followers to honor and love their mothers. Example, examples of this can be seen in Exodus 2012, which says, Honor your father and your mother. Buana sana. And then Leviticus 19.3, which says, Every one of you shall revere his mother and his father. Buana sana. What is a mom according to the scripture? Mothers in the Bible are depicted as honorable beings, worthy of the love and respect of their children and their, and their, and their entire community. A woman whom we know very well, the mother of Jesus, Mary, brought the Savior, Jesus Christ, into the world. And in this regard, every mother in the world is believed to be connected to Mother Mary. Especially the Catholic Church, you know, they always, you know, Mary is very key to them. But I'm saying even us as believers, but the mother of Jesus, you know, is a great woman because without her, we would not have had our Jesus. I want to say that, what is a mom? How does the Bible describe her? Motherhood is one of the most important roles that the Lord assigns to women. In his letter to Titus, Paul the Apostle says that women are expected to love their husbands. Can I say that again? Women are expected to love their husbands and children, be pure-minded, self-controlled, care for the home, and be kind and dutiful to their husbands. And the, the Bible, the, the, in, the, in, in Titus chapter 2, verse 4 to 5 reads, Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, and to be kind and to be subject to their husbands so that no one will marry the word of God. I know you are here, you must be wondering, uh, uh, I'm not a mother, or maybe I'm not, I'm not yet had a child, but whatever status you are, just know God loves. We have mothers who are married, we have mothers who are single parents, we have mothers who are widows, and all the status is the same. In the eyes of God, God loves you as a mother. And what is important for you is to bring to whatever life, life you are living. Because mothers, we are called mothers because we have children. So that you are not going to bring up your children in the way you want, but according to godly principles. You are not going to be just a mother because you gave birth to a child. But you are going to be a godly mother. And because of that, I'm going to give you a number of points to tell you exactly what is expected of you as a Christian mother and for you to succeed. And that's why I read Psalms 127. Because unless the Lord builds your house, unless you are a mother and following godly principles, things become very tough. Let me also state that we have a lot of higher rate of divorce in this country all over the world. But most of these cases, it's not because these people don't have children or because they don't have finances or because A, B, C, D, but because people do not want to obey what the word of God says. 
So I want to say that and give you a few points. What here are some scriptures about mothers' responsibilities towards their children. One, teach them the commandments. And in Deuteronomy 6, 6 to 7 says, These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. That is you as a mother, what you're supposed to do to your children. Then number two, train them to follow God's will and do not frustrate them. And that you can get in Ephesians 6 verse 4, which says, impress them on your, impress, no, no, sorry, that is, Ephesians 6 4 says, fathers or parents or mothers, do not irritate or frustrate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Number three, teach them the Bible teachings. Deuteronomy 4, chapter 10, verse 10 says, Remember the day you stood before the Lord your God at Horeb, when you said to me, Assemble the people before me to hear my words so that they may learn to revere me as long as they live in the land and they may teach them and they may teach them to their children. Are we together? We are talking about who you as a mother. What are you expected to do? To be a good mother? To be a successful mother? Then number four says, mold them when they are young. There are many mothers, most of you I can see are young mothers. You need to mold them when they are young. Because if like there is one mother, they are holding the baby. It's great. Bring your children to the house of God. Even if they are crying, even if they are walking around like my grandson. Let them walk around because there is something they are learning. They are one as if you are sana. It's not about, do not worry what they are going to do, but bring them to the house of God. One as if you are. Mold them when they are young. Proverbs 22, which is very familiar to most of us, verse 6 says, Start children off on the way they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. One as if you are sana. I want to emphasize here, you know, we are familiar with our local situation. We read the newspapers, we read the social media that we have a lot of problems, one as fear, as mothers, as fathers, as children. And let me tell you, brethren, most of these issues come up because people do not want to bring up their children in a godly way. They focus on success. What do I mean by success? You are very busy, you are working, you have a good business, you are a young parent, but on Sundays, you are very tired, you don't want to come to church, one as fear. When you think, oh, I have worked seven, six days, I'm so tired, I need to rest. So when you do that, you are rising on this side of your business, your, your job, your career, but the other side, which is most important, is going down. That's why we have had very prominent people in this country, and I will not quote any names. When they die, you hear children are fighting. You hear they are going to court. They are doing that. Because if you really do a bit of some research, you find that parent was so focused on what they are doing, especially making money. Because you know we love money. We all love money, I also love money. One has to pay. But I would never sacrifice, and I never have never sacrificed my life because of money. One has to so what am I saying? Whatever you are doing, can you make sure you have time for God? That is what simple language. 
even if you are rising in your career or even if you are jobless just train your children just have time for God if you want to be a successful parent and because it's Mother's Day I'm talking as a mother have time for God bring your children to the house of God have time for quiet time okay have a time for family where you can bring your children together and just pray and I know some lady who say, oh, my husband doesn't even want to go to church. Do not worry. If you are a woman like Proverbs 21, wake up, arrange your things, make breakfast, say it's time to go to, to church. If you continue without insisting, there are many people I have heard women giving testimonies. Their husbands never used to go to church. But they prayed and became persistent by action. Talking will not help Proverbs sana. Men don't like a lot of talking. I'm not a man, but I had a, I had a husband. So they don't like a lot of talking. They like actions. If they find you woke up early, you make breakfast, you will brush everything, even your shoes, and you say it's time to go. One day you will see him following you to church. One as you So don't say my husband is this. Just continue praying and trusting God. And with God, all things are possible. Do you believe that? With God, all things are possible. So continue doing the right thing and the Lord will do that. I was on point number five, which says, discipline them when they, are, they, they, they do wrong. That is very important. Discipline your children when they do wrong. You can get that from Proverbs 13, 24, which says, whoever spares the Lord hates their children, but the one who loves their children is careful to discipline them. Have you heard that? So don't think that you have your children, that you let them do what they want. They get into a supermarket, they want this toy. Don't take your children to that side of toys where when their budget is not very good. Just make sure we went for your section. Because you can find a child saying, Nataka, I want this. And then you can't afford. And that child, because you have not trained them to, to discipline them. At a Jerusalem, the whole supermarket, everybody will know there is a child who would the parents will not buy it, and you don't want to be embarrassed. But if you teach them that no, this one not for today, and you don't have to get it, I can tell you, you'll never embarrass you. To come our young mothers, yeah, that is my children are here. They can testify. Akuna mama ya kucheza. Nakuna kuto. They start to play, to joke around, and time. Okay. So I can also read Proverbs 29, 15 to 17, which says. A rod and a reprimand impart wisdom, but a child left undisciplined disgraces its mother. Because of the mother. You must hear the word of God doesn't say the father. It disgraces its mother. Because the mothers have a very, very important role too. At least every person has a mother. There are many people who do not have fathers. Maybe the fathers have left or they have died. But, or, but everybody, at least in the world, can say, I have a mother. One has to that's why the Bible is saying, I roar and I will demand impact wisdom, but a child left and disciplined disgraces his mother. So the mothers in the house hear that. When the wicked thrive, so does sin, but the righteous will see their downfall. Discipline your children and they will give you peace. They will bring you the delights you desire. Especially in this age of, you know, technology is so advanced, you know, like, I have a less than two-year-old and he knows even the cartoons, whatever is going. Be disciplined. Don't let your children just watch everything. 
Okay? Be discipline what your children watch. Discipline them in a way that they don't have to watch TV throughout. Because if you don't, you are going to have a problem. One as you have you heard from this lady? Those are old women's tales, but it is true. So be disciplined. Don't just think because you have internet in the house or have a big TV. No, no, no. You have to. Because if you don't, this child will one day you have visitors, your person will be visiting, and atakuja nasema nataka nataka because the child doesn't know what to say. When you do that, you can say no. The other one, the number six, love them. One as love your children. Titus 2.4 says, then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children. Be, that is very important, that you need to love your children. Because the greatest thing is to love, is love. So just love your children, whether, whether things are good, whether things are bad, you know, as Christian, we tend sometimes to think about resources. But I want to tell you, if you want to be a successful mother, the most successful mothers are those who pray to God. The women who fear God. Because God is our provider. So you are able to love your children even when there is nothing on the table. Because you have faith, God is going to provide. Number seven, be their mentors and good examples to them. Deuteronomy 4.9 says, only be careful and watch yourselves closely so that you do not forget the things your eyes have seen or let them fade from your heart as long as you live. Teach them to your children and to their children after them. And if I mentioned about the, tenth, the commandment concerning the parents, and I want to read it again. In Exodus 20, 12, it says, Honor your father and your mother, so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. If you read Exodus 20, that is the only commandment with a promise. What does it mean? So that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. So if you are here and you have a mother, or a spiritual mother, a biological mother, a stepmother, a, a doctor, a, you know, a, whichever mother you have, Please honor them. If you have not spoken to them, you don't even, it's not about money. It's good if you can give. But even if you don't have, just call them and tell them, I love you. I, you know, with the, with the love of God, and I pray for you. One as you Do not fear to call because I want to do my best. No. That call will make that woman feel somebody cares. Somebody cares. So, and you, I'm sure you have many mothers, not only biological. And I also want to, to read uh, Psalms 37. For me, I was once young, but now I'm old. And there's nothing else which makes a lot of difference apart from the Word of God. Psalms 37, 25 to 26 says, I was young, and now I am old. Yet, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. They are always generous and led freely. Their children will be a blessing. What a word. What a word if you are here as a mother or as a parent. That you are sure that even when you are young or when you are old, like now for me I am old, I have never seen the Lord forsaking me. Because I have always desired to love him more and more. And even now my greatest desire is to have a closer relationship with the Lord. And I know that my children who are here, they, they, we could 
have gone through many challenges, but they have never gone on the streets to bear bread. So if you are here, just get, rest assured that our God is faithful. It doesn't matter whether you have lost a job, it doesn't matter what is your status, but when you trust God, I want to assure you, our God is faithful. You could maybe wake up one day, you don't have anything, you're finding your finances are down, maybe you're a single mother, maybe you're a widow, and you're finding things are tough. And when you just need God, you tell God, you are my provider. I love you so much. You know I have nothing. You'll be so shocked because I've had such tests, I have had such miracles happening. Somebody knocking at your door, and they come with a pick-up, and you go and repeat that too, like in a cafeteria, and you sell it so our God is so faithful and you should not see miracles only in big things. This morning somebody sent me uh, uh, one of those uh, wishing me a happy Mother's Day and it caught my attention. It says, mothers are like buttons. BU, don't you know because I belong where I come from, M, M and B is a condition. So it is, mothers are like buttons, they hold everything together. Mothers in the house, do you believe that? That mothers, is like this jacket I'm holding, it, it needs a button to hold together. So even when there's nothing in the house, even when things are tough, even when COVID has come, mothers are like, they have to hold things together. And you can only do that if you are guided by the word of God. Uh, I want to say that uh, this message is just a, an encouragement to you and to just tell you that our God is very faithful and live for him if you are a mother. And those of you who are, who are aspiring to be mothers, just use, when you become a mother, follow the same principles because the word of God doesn't change. One has to do it. I, the way I found the Bible is the way it is and it continues to be like that. Uh, I'm also going to, to touch on, I want to read, uh, if you have your Bibles, uh, I want us to read Romans 8, which is a great encouragement on such a day like Mother's Day. Romans 8, 31 to 39. It says, What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died. More than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God, and is also interceding for us, the, the word there I want us to focus on is verse 35, which says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, Sorry, let me use the traditional way of telling pages. No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, 
no any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in our creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. One as That particular Bible reading is like my national anthem because some years back a uh, disaster came upon my life. I lost my, my husband and my children were still very young. And one of our church ladies came and encouraged me with this. So after I do attack a lot of funny. Now when I ended, Sasa in the evening, after they had left, I decided to go to my bedroom and just read because what you what what was this lady talking about? And that particular verse, and this is a true story, is, is, is something I believe verse the verse 35. Really caught my attention that who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or naked or danger? As it is written, No, in all these things we are more conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, so in other words, I find neither the death of my husband was going to separate me from the love of God. And that brought something in me. I said, oh, so it is clear that some people expected to die. And here my husband has died. I was still young. My children were young. But the word is saying that nothing was going to separate me from the word of God, from the love of God. My brethren, I'm standing before you telling you that I agree with that. And even my book is all about that. To encourage somebody that things happen in our lives, you know, today we are here, we had COVID. Many people have lost their jobs. Many people died, young and old. You know, COVID came and showed us not anything can happen. Are we, are we, are we together, brethren? Young people died. People lost their jobs. But the word of God is telling us nothing, not, no trouble should separate us from the love of God. So even when we have no finances, even when your relationships are not good, even when you have lost a husband, even when you have had a child and a man has decided doesn't want to marry you. So just trust God. Because God is a God of second chances. One has to fear. If you are a young woman, God will bring you another husband if you are faithful to him. One has to fear. Don't ask me about myself, but of course we are. Me, I decided I want to serve God. One has to fear. But I always understand it because a ministry for you is what? That young women, if God something happened, trust God, God knows what is good for you. If you want to give you another husband, it's allowed in the Bible, you are not committing sin. If you are a single person, maybe you had a child out of wedlock and things didn't go, trust God, God will give you another husband. And even if things don't change, I'm here testifying God, he's faithful. I've been living as a single woman, but God is faithful and I'm not changing. But I'm saying, whatever situation you go through, trust God and you give me the desires of your heart. So maybe my desire was not remarried, but maybe the others who are, God, you don't know what it is, but God is faithful. One has to feel. That is what I want to tell you this morning, that whatever situation you are going through, it is Mother's Day. But let us remember, Mother's Day is a day to honor our mothers who brought us to this world. And even if your mother is not alive, because some of you maybe their mothers are deceased, just remember that great woman and say, thank you, Lord, you gave me a mother. Thank you, Lord, that my mother is not here, but I'm here because of you. And I'm saying there are people even who are mothers who are not 
They might not even having a good relationship. One as if yes, that is the truth of the matter. Maybe your mother is not a Christian, maybe your mother is not, you are born again, your mother is not born again, so the relationship has been tough. Just continue praying for her. Continue trusting God, God is going to do something. I can assure you, our God is faithful. And your faithfulness to God can change everything. That you know you can find even that lady, that mother of yours, she'll come to go. she'll come to know the Lord because that is the greatest thing we pray for our close to our people who are close to her, to know the Lord. One has to do it. We had the the, the 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 worship thing soon and very soon we are going to see the king. You cannot see the king until you have a personal relationship with the Lord. So, brethren, this morning there's nothing I'm telling you but to tell you that our God is faithful. Even on Mother's Day, and if you are a mother, trust God to bring up your children in a godly way, and you'll never cry. One has to fear. Less than that, brethren, there's trouble. Less than obeying God, there's trouble. And I want to say, as I finish up, that the Ten Commandments, if you have not read the Ten Commandments, visit them. The issues we have in this nation, in US, in Canada, in China, is because People do not want to do what God expects them to do, the Ten Commandments. You know the Ten Commandments, do not steal, do not do. Why do we have corruption? Because people have turned away against God. And even Christians who say, they are, you can, I can study and say I'm born again, I'm going to heaven. But what I do in the darkness is not. But I want to tell you, our God is faithful. God is omnipresent. He sees you even when nobody, even when your spouse cannot see you. He sees you when your children cannot see you. He sees you when your ghost cannot see you. So live as if, you know, there's a glass there, God is seeing you through. In your sitting room, in your bedroom, just know that God is watching everything. And our God is faithful. And the, you know, we say that the grace of God is sufficient. The grace of God is sufficient for you. And the grace of God cannot be bought with money. The grace of God cannot be bought by the number of children you have. The grace of God cannot be bought by how much you have in your account, or how many cars, or how big is your house. The grace of God is gotten through holiness, living a righteous life, and doing what God expects you to do. There is nothing. When you go to sleep, if it is unforgiveness, give it give it up, one as here, because the grace of God is sufficient and it is the only thing which can make you sleep. You know we read there that the God gives us, he gives thy beloved sleep. So if you have unforgiveness, if somebody has hurt you, if maybe your boss or your sister or your brother or your spouse, I want to tell you church, our God is faithful. It's not easy, forgiveness is very, very tough. But until you forgive, even the person who hurt you most, I can tell you, it's difficult to have the grace of God. May the Lord bless you. I hope my time is up. Oh. Oh. I'm asking so that I cannot be stopped before that. I want, may the Lord bless you. And those of you who are not yet still, still single, trust God for a godly husband. If you are single, or a godly wife, not only girls, even the men, if you are serving God, Trust God for a godly spouse. Because if it's not like that, you are, you are lost. The girls mom, you know they are no, they are there because God has a good plan for you.
Just be faithful to God. But if you are not faithful to God, do you expect God to be faithful to you? God will find you at your point of need. And God will bring that spouse at the right time. We must be a young people in the house. Our God is faithful. Wait a God. Don't look at the clock, the biological clock, because that even you can do a wedding today and tomorrow to attend another so wait upon God listen hear from God and God can never disappoint you God does not lie the foundation is what is important yes. you know do not want to have he has a good job I can tell you, the sisters, the young girls, the men, do not, you cannot change a man. The men in this house can say amen. You cannot change a man. Even you know we are emotional beings, but men are I can stand here and look in the eye and say no. Join us every Sunday from 11 a.m. at Trubani House off Airport North Road. Have a blessed week.